Hey everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. (laughs) (laughs) Hello everybody and welcome back. This is a test of the emergency (laughs) broadcast system behind the scenes. He's Doug. And she's Renee. And this is Married Life. Doug and Renee. Married Married Life. Life. We said Doug and Renee already. No, you said he's Doug, and I said she's Renee. And Married Life. Doug and Renee was already said. Oh, my gosh. You're saying he's Doug and she's Renee. That's like the title you added more. And this is Doug and Renee. Married Life. You know how your children do things that that you do and you don't realize you do it? That's what happened prior to us coming online. I was doing something. I was like, my son does the same thing. Renee was like, relax. I was like, okay, I'm sorry. Anyway. Anywho, welcome back, everybody. Just a little Doug and Renee married life banter. Banter. (laughs) Uh, Coming off an awesome weekend. Yes. And before we dive back into relationship goals, mm-hmm. as promised, mm-hmm. we want to shout out our cousin, mm-hmm. A.S. Can we say your name? Age. We'll just say that. We'll say your nickname. We want to mm-hmm. shout her out and give her. Because she might not be telling people her real age. That's true. But we do. Her nickname is Age. So, Age, we want to shout you out and say happy birthday yes. to you tomorrow, 11 mm-hmm. 1. And we just love this young lady. Um, she's my cousin, our cousin, but like a baby sister. And if you have the privilege of ever meeting her, or if you listen to this podcast, you know that. Her saying. Her saying, or we will say, is those who know her, they and love her, and accept her for who she is. I thought about that because the first time she said that to us, we had to let that marinate. I let that thing marinate for a good hour. I was like, I think I might have been a little longer than that, but I was thinking, huh. And in relationship goals, because we are talking Mm -hmm. about relationship goals, Mm -hmm. we're Tying up, completing, finishing the series on relationship goals. And if you didn't listen to episodes one through four, as always, we highly recommend you go back and listen to episodes one, two, three, mm-hmm. and four. But in relationship goals, when you think about it, that is a part of your relationship. Yeah. One, knowing who your spouse is. Mm-hmm. Two, Loving your spouse. For who they are. And three, accepting them. For who they are. For who they are. Not trying to change them. Not trying to mold them and shape them into Mm -hmm. who you think they should be. Because God knows exactly what you need. And the first time I heard her say that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm letting it marinate. I'm like, okay, know me, love me, accept me for who I am. Okay. Know somebody that's in the Bible. Love somebody, cause that's in the Bible. Accept somebody for who they are. I don't know where that's in the Bible. You know, <laughs> no, that's I'm thinking. <laughs> I was just, all those thoughts are going in my head, and so um, 
the one thing I did say to her is that well, it works both ways. That's what we both said. Yeah, I said, I said, it, yeah, it you can't say that works. about yourself. Yeah. yeah, it has to go both ways. Absolutely, so you want your spouse um, to accept you and know you, and of course, love you, and it works. It has to be a two way street, and so um, even for our single people out there who are listening, you know, you got your 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 thoughts and your ideas of what your spouse is going to look like and so on and so forth. But you just have to be willing to accept them uh, for who they are. Because I think sometimes we're like, yeah, I'll I'll accept the knowing part and I'll accept the loving part. But I don't know if I want to accept the accepting you for who you are mm-hmm. part. Yeah. Because you know, I'm trying to change you. Let's break down all three of those elements. So age is saying is know they, they know me. Mm-hmm. You don't truly know someone when you're dating. Honestly, you don't because there is a certain, what's the word I'm looking for? Amenity? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not pronouncing that correct, but you know, anonymous. You, there's certain things that you Anim- keep secret. Anonymity. Anonymity. That you, you don't fully expo- expose mm-hmm. and disclose who you really are because a lot of times we don't even know who we really are. Yeah. God is revealing it to us like an onion, peeling that layer back by layer back of things. And marriage has a way of helping you to peel the onion back. And so a lot of times knowing someone takes years mm-hmm. and it takes time and it takes, you know, peeling back the layers of the onion. And, you know, if you ever peeled uh, one of those onions, those strong ones, it may cause some tears. So peeling back that onion may cause, you know, some crying and some discomfort. Um, And as you get to know the person, and even before, before you fully know the person, the Bible tells us that we ought to love. Mm -hmm. God is love. Mm -hmm. And, before you get to love, can I say something? Uh huh. Because we've been in the presence of people, premarital counseling, who lived together, they knew each other for 20 years, shacking up, whatever, whatever, on thought, and off. Thought they knew each thought other. Thought they knew each other. Mm-hmm. That, that was, you was going right where I was saying. Thought they knew each other. Get married a few months later. Now they need counseling. Because they realize they what? They, they don't know, know each other. They know each other. <laughs> exactly. Once you get married, things change. Exactly. And I think God planned it that way because you're not doing it the right way. So he doesn't allow you to fully expose yourself. Mm-hmm. Then you get married and there's a certain level of ministry. Ministry is different. So when you get married and now you're in the ministry of marriage, there's a certain level, another level that you go to Transparency. in your relationship. Because we're still talking about relationship goals. Revelation, you're revealing yourself. Exactly, exactly. And I think I'm going to speak for women. I think women have a tendency, and don't 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 write me, ladies, because I'm keeping it real and I'm keeping it raw. Mm. Um, let their guard down. They're like, oh, I got the man now. I could be myself, and all of that. Um, mask and all of the things that we did to get the man, then we feel like once we got him, we don't have to continue to do that. Mm -hmm. And that's not true. 
Because in relationship goals, you have to continue to date your spouse. You have to continue to work to keep the fire burning. You have to continue to work to keep the passion. It marriage takes work. Yeah. Staying together, getting married is easy. Anybody can go to the courthouse. Anybody can go, you know, Find walk down the, the aisle. So somebody can go whatever you arrange marriage, whatever you want to call it. Anybody could do that. Staying married is the hard part. And so I think to that point. What's know. my point? I don't know. But I don't I know. know. Men have the same issue. You think so? We, yeah, because we, you know, we put a lot of stock into dating and going out and being on our best behavior when mm-hmm. we're still in the dating stages. And then once once we get married, we don't want to date. We mm-hmm. we our time. We we working. We grinding. We hustling. We trying to you know get to the next thing. Whatever. Whatever. And we don't put the same energy it took for us to get our spouse. We need to put that same amount of energy, if not more, to keep our spouse. Right. So keep grooming yourselves, men, women. Keep grooming making yourself. yourself look pretty <laughs> and dressing up for your hubby. And men do the same thing. Men continue to open the door and, you know. Chivalry chivalry and make your wife feel special and women continue to cook for your man if if you were the person doing the cooking um and make him feel special men still send those flowers we're not gonna go into the flowers episode mm. that's from last year y'all had to listen to every podcast because i can't even tell you which one that was yeah, on because no we have a story about. about flowers um but <laughs> you know Again, identify the love part of relationship girls. Identify your partner's love language and speak their language. Mm-hmm. If they're physical touch, hug them when they come in the door. Give them a hug. Give them a kiss. It doesn't have to be sexual. It could just be a passionate hug to just show that you care, a warm embrace. Buy a gift. It doesn't have to always be something expensive. It's thoughtful, putting the thought in it that counts. Speaking of thought, thought. Um, so for an example, we went and celebrated Cousin Age's birthday mm-hmm. this weekend, and I had to, I know Douglas and I love him, and I still have to accept him for who he is, although sometimes on both sides, it could be a challenge. And he bought, we bought her a, a practical, real, here's your gift. But he bought her a gift that because, one, she's humorous, much like Doug, and he wanted to make her birthday feel special and entertain her. So he bought her some things that she told him the first time he met her that she did not like. <laughs> <laughs> Food, food-wise, snack stuff. And so he bought her these items. Um, I'll, I'll name them. Popcorn, Jello, um, Almond Joy. Almond Joy, well... Coconut, nuts. And he put these things in the bag. And she said at first she got upset when she opened it. But then she looked at it and she laughed and she said, he really knows me. So, again, we have a relationship with our family. It's the same thing with your spouse. You know, you got to really listen. She was like, he really listened to me. He knows me. (laughs) 
<laughs> and she was really amused and entertained by that, but also impressed by it. And so in relationship goes, we have to do the same thing with our spouse. We have to show them that we know them by listening to them. That's how you get to know somebody. You listen to what they say. You watch what they do. You also listen to what they don't say. And I think that's important in um, relationship with your spouse, your husband, your wife, to make sure that you really communicate. And listening is a big part of communication. And and that um, conversation we had with her, that was back in 2018. And three years later, you know, we brought her the presents and she was just very appreciative and thought it was funny. And so, but the know me part, she knew herself. Mm-hmm. So she could tell us what she liked and what she didn't like. Right. And okay. trust, she doesn't have any problem doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I mean, I, I bought her what she didn't like, but, you know, I was still listening. But she was able to articulate, I don't mm-hmm. like this. And so, okay, fine. Know me. I, there are certain things I don't like, certain things I do like. But if you don't know what you like, and if you don't know you, because you've failed to deal with you, my wife's favorite saying is no matter where you are, no matter where you go, there you are. Right. If you don't deal with you, then nobody else is going to be able to know you until you deal with you. And on the flip side of that, Mm -hmm. women, I'm picking on y'all today, so sorry. I've, I've been guilty of this. Stop saying my husband ought to know me by now and making it a game where he has to guess he should know I like flowers or he should know that I like to go out to dinner. I shouldn't have to tell him. Yes, you should. Again, communicate to him that, you know, I really like when you rub me on my back. I really like, you know, when we go out, we hold hands. I really like Or on the flip side, I really don't like eating at a certain restaurant. Mm -hmm. I really don't like a certain neighborhood. I really don't like when you do X, Y, Z. Communicate that to them because they're not a mind reader. And I know it goes both ways, but I'm saying this because I know as a woman, we have said this, he should know. No, he's not a mind reader. Doug told me that many years ago. He said, I'm not a mind reader. And, of course, in my mind, I was thinking, you should be. (laughs) (laughs) Know me, love Love me, me. (laughs) set me for who I am. (laughs) And I do. And I'm going to tell you this. Relationship goals in the context of knowing your spouse, loving your spouse, truly loving them, and accepting them for who they are takes time. Mm -hmm. That does not happen overnight. Yes. And you have to be willing when accepting your spouse for who you are, you have to be willing to adjust to the seasons of their life because we're all changing. Yes. We're all evolving. Yes. You know, we were talking about, you know, we went down memory lane this past weekend about how things used to be in the late 70s, early 80s, and we've all changed. You know, we're, yes. we, you know, we turned into our parents. Yeah. <laughs> Because now that the the young kids, they were off in the room by themselves, you know, the young adults, and we were out there, and we were like, we used to be in the room, 
you know, not wanting to be out there with our parents. Away from, away from the older people. <laughs> now we the older people. <laughs> so, yeah, it, but, but you have to be able to adjust and change with the different seasons that your spouse is going through. And it, it takes, you got to know your spouse. You got to study your spouse. I, I know it's in First Peter somewhere where it talks about study your wife, observe your wife. But you have to be able to know your wife and know your husband. So if they don't like chocolate ice cream anymore, stop bringing chocolate ice cream in the house. They don't mm-hmm. like chocolate ice cream. Right. I thought you like chocolate. Yeah, I used to. Or if they don't like having ice cream in the house at all, hint, 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 don't bring ice cream in the house if it's a temptation for them. Know me. Love me. (laughs) (laughs) So let's go to the love me since you stopped there. Mm -hmm. Love is unconditional. You cannot put a condition on love. People will say, I love somebody today, but then tomorrow they did something. They stepped on their toe. They offended them. And now all of, all of a sudden you out of love. You know what that means? You never loved them to begin with. You were in lust. Lust. You know, or you were uh, in love with the idea and not necessarily in love with the person. Mm-hmm. Love does not have a condition. It doesn't say, okay, I love you as long as you don't. Or, or you do. Or as long as you do this for me and meet my every need. And so you have to remember, and that leads right into accept me for who I am. If you accept them for who they are, it's easier to love them. But if you're trying to change somebody, then it's hard to love them the way they are because you want to love them the way you think they should be. And you don't, you're trying to change people, but the reality is your spouse is exactly what you need who you need. She yes. is exactly what you need. He is exactly what you need. Y'all balance each other. And so instead of you trying to, we've said this many podcasts ago, instead of you trying to change your spouse, if you are both the same, one of you would not be needed. Yes. So somebody has to look to the left and somebody look to the right. Somebody has to be strong in a certain area. Somebody's weak in a certain mm-hmm. area. You Somebody has to other. be soft and someone has to be a little rough. Yeah. Because that, we was talking about that this yeah. weekend. You, that's just the way it is. Yes. You know, you balance each other. You bring balance to your marriage because ultimately we are trying to, we are attempting to show the relationship between Christ and the church in the earth. Mm, that's the most important thing for marriage. Yep. So... We just wanted to share that with you, those little nuggets with you. Um, Last week, we talked about a couple of scriptures, and I wanted to give you the actual scriptures when it talked about, we we said, uh, I count not myself to apprehend it, but I'm reaching toward those things, press toward the mark. That's in Philippians 3, 13 through 14, and um, Matthew 25 and 23 when it talks about if you're faithful over a few things, I'll make you rule over many. So we just wanted to give you those two scriptures because, again, we've always said this on our podcast, that we're not just going to throw things out there because a lot of times people say things and it's not, not in the Bible. And so if we mm-hmm. give you our opinion, we will clearly state this is our opinion. But Or our experience. Yeah, or our experience. But mm-hmm. we definitely want to give you the scriptures. So, <clears throat> excuse me, Nate. With that being said, this is the final, uh, not our final podcast, but just in the series for relationship goals. 
And as we've done on previous podcasts, we are going to pray and seal it, seal this series with a prayer um, for our husbands, wives, and our single folk, all, all of our listeners. And so if you have your spouse, uh, if your spouse is around, um, hopefully you're not driving, we would ask that you uh, touch and agree if if possible. And so you want yes. to pray first? Or if you can put them on pause, put, you know, put, put us this, put us on pause, <laughs> put, not put them, put it on pause, grab your spouse and we're going to go. Grab your spouse. Grab your spouse by the hand and um, we're going to go before the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, most gracious God, we just give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We thank you for this day, for this is the day that you have made, and we choose to rejoice and be glad in it. We thank you for our spouse, God. We thank you for our spouse that we are married to today, our husbands, our wives. God, we even thank you for those who are single, for our spouse-to-be, God, if it's your will, if it's your desire for our life. God, we thank you first and foremost for the ability to come boldly to your throne of grace to obtain mercy in the time of need, in the time of trouble. And basically, God, that we can come to you anytime, God. Father, because we first and foremost want to develop a relationship with you, that is the first and the most important relationship, God, that we need in order to have a good relationship with our spouse, to have a good relationship with others, Father. So, Father, forgive us right now if there was anything we did, anything we said, and anything we thought that did not please you. We want to be able to come to you, God, with clean hands and a pure heart. Create in us, God, a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us. Let every word that comes out of our mouth, everything that we do be pleasing to you, God. Father, we thank you that we can come to you and say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God, we thank you, God, that we can have a relationship with you, God. We want to develop a relationship with you. We want to be able to talk to you, God. Not only that, God, prayer is two-way. God, help us to learn to sit quietly and listen to you and hear from you so that you can order our steps and order our stops so that we can be the wife that you called us to be so that we can have what they call hashtag relationship goals, God, with our spouse, God, so that you could prepare singles to be ready for a spouse when they come. Help us, God, to look to you, the author and the finisher of our faith. God, we thank you for helping us to have a better relationship with you. Thank you, God, for helping us, God, to look to you first, as your word says in Matthew 6 and 33, to seek ye first the kingdom the God of God. And then all these things, every relationship goal that we want to develop, God, that these things will be done unto us. God, we thank you for a relationship with you. We seek you first, God. We seek your righteousness. We seek your will. We seek your way. Order our steps, God, and even our stops. God, mold us and shape us in the husbands and in the wives that you want us to be. We thank you, God. We praise you, God, for blessing marriages to have better relationships. God, help us wives to submit the way you called us to. Help husbands to submit 
submit the way you called them to, to be the head that you called them to be. Father, help the relationships to be better. We pray for restoration of marriages and relationships, God, that they communicate better, that they listen better, that they speak better, that they speak each other's love language, God, that they learn to know each other and love each other, God, and accept each other for who they are and who you have made them to be. God, we thank you for having your way in relationships. We thank you for restoration. We thank you for strength. We thank you for endurance for the journey ahead. God, we thank you that in these relationship goals that no one will get separated. No one will get a divorce. We thank you for helping them to endure hardness as a good soldier, God, and whether every season, every winter, every spring, every summer, every fall. God, we thank you for helping them to be the husbands and the wives that you called them to be. And we pray a blessing upon each and every listener, God, and each and every marriage, including the Dantzler marriage in Jesus' name. Father, we come before you right now in the name of Jesus, giving you all the praise, glory, and honor, thanking you for all you've done. You've done so much for us. If we had a thousand tongues, we couldn't thank you enough. And so we just want to seal this uh, series with a prayer, a prayer of relationship goals, a prayer for relationship goals. You see all or you see all the marriages that this podcast is touching and even the single people who desire to be married. And we pray right now that your Holy Spirit will lead, guide and touch those that are listening to say, first and foremost, what must I do to be saved? And as the psalmist said, uh, in uh, Psalm 27, one thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and inquire in his temple. So one thing, when it's all said and done, we just need you, Father God. We just need you. We don't need anyone else. We thank you for our spouse. We thank you for uh, who you've given us in the presence of our, our spouse and our wives and our husbands. But we know with you, we can do all things. And without you, we can do nothing. So we want to make sure we have our first relationship on a solid foundation, which is our relationship with you. Because if you are, if we're right with you and we're in right standing with you, all these things will be added unto us. So if it's your desire for us to be married, if it's your desire for us to have a husband or a wife, then we just pray right now that whoever, whenever, however it comes to pass, that we just want to be receptive to your blessing of a spouse. But if, Father, if it is your will that we do not get married and we uh, stay single for the listeners who are listening to us, if they so desire not to be married and stay single, then we just want to be whole within you. So we thank you, Father, for everything you've done. We I lift up the husbands and those that are going into the ministry of husband, Father, touch them right now. Give them a, a warming heart, a sensitive heart to their wives, a receptive heart to their wives so that they will know them and so they will study them and they will understand them and speak to them in the love language love language in which they are receptive to, Father. So we just thank you that this word is going to fall on good ground. It's going to accomplish that which it was set out to do. And so we bind every trick of the enemy right now. We bind people lying, the liars, the, the liars, the lies, the, the deceits, the 
the friendships or so-called friendships that may try to come between marriage, what you've joined together, let no man put asunder. So we thank you for everything you've done. We thank you for your blessings. We have along uh, these couple, the couples who are listening to us have been married, whether it's one day, 10 years, uh, 20 years, 30 years, it doesn't matter. We thank you for every couple that's listening to us, every marriage that's listening to us. We don't take it for granted. We don't take it lightly. And so we just plead the blood of Jesus over everyone that's listening to us. And we just seal this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened, and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also, feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.